H7N9 avian influenza infects humans from poultry. So we know that uh, this year uh, there has been more positive poultry in the poultry markets than previously. So the overall presence of the virus in, in poultry markets has increased. So then it is expected that human cases would also increase. And in addition to that, of course, we know uh, that there is a seasonal effect on ac virus activity in the poultry and then also spilling over to humans. So we know in the winter months, the virus uh, positive rate in the poultry goes up and that is why we see more human cases in the in the winter months. This particular virus, H7N9, actually doesn't cause any disease in chickens, uh, unlike H5N1, which is a virus that causes sickness and death in chicken. Uh, this is why the H7N9 virus is a more difficult virus to control because it is totally invisible uh, at the level of the chicken unless you go and sample the chicken, you know, do virological tests, then we can find it. But if you just look at the bird, the bird looks perfectly healthy. Yeah, so this, this becomes quite a controversial and a difficult issue because from the farmer's point of view, the chicken are perfectly healthy. Uh, but of course, if, if you do find H7N9, certainly if you found it in a Hong Kong farm, definitely that farm would be depopulated for sure. Obviously, it's because there are more chickens that are infected, so therefore there will be more humans infected as well. But could it be due to the not very sanitary conditions in live poultry markets in China? The sanitation in, in live poultry markets in China and, and in other parts of the world is certainly a, a cause for concern. Uh, Hong Kong over the years, uh, over the last 20 years since 1997, has taken major steps in improving both the hygiene in live poultry markets and, and also a number of other steps that reduce the risk for influenza viruses to persist in these live poultry markets. So, for example, in Hong Kong, we back in 2001, we introduced what were called rest days in the poultry market, meaning one day where the market is completely empty. And our studies, uh, because we have been studying these live poultry markets for the last 15, 16 years uh, continuously, so we showed that that intervention actually has an effect in reducing virus activity. And then after 2008, uh, the intervention of not keeping live poultry overnight um, so that is the live poultry come in in the morning, they are sold, and any leftover chickens are not kept overnight, but they are slaughtered and sold as chicken carcass. So the market is empty overnight. And again, our studies have shown that that intervention further reduced virus activity in, in live poultry markets. So these are basic hygiene measures, but also these other scientific-based interventions have really reduced the risk of virus entry, persistence, and risk to humans in Hong Kong. Uh, now, some of these measures, they have started to implement them in mainland China, such as the rest days. I think some of the lessons learned from Hong Kong certainly would uh, reduce the risk uh, of avian flu in humans in mainland China if they were properly implemented. To stop the spread of H7N9 virus, Depopulation of the flocks at the contaminated farms seems to be the only effective solution. But is it an ethical one? 
Dr. Carmen Tong from HKU's Department of Sociology specializes in human-animal relationship studies. She asks us to look at the matter from a different perspective. The mass killing of chicken uh, when they're now sick is totally justified from our society's or the general public's perspective because we normally regard these chickens as food and as property of human beings. We seldom actually regard them as living beings. That's why, so these are food that they are now sick, so they are unhygienic, they will harm our health. So it's totally reasonable and justified to, to kill them all. But then if we try to see them as living creatures, then we may have a totally different perspective. So each and every one of them are individual lives, but not all of them are sick. Um, so if we see these chickens from this angle, I guess at least we would spend more time or we may need more resources to differentiate who are really the sick ones and who are the ones that they are actually not being contaminated by the virus. The, the problem came from what we call factory farming today in very crowded areas, uh, uh, very crowded spaces. We keep a lot of chickens. They don't have enough space to move and the feces are everywhere. Basically, we don't have enough factory workers to, to clean the place. Um, the ultimate reason is that because of the high demand and the society. If we, we step back and, and try to take a look at the issue from this more broader perspective, we can see that ultimately it's the factory farm systems that you keep injecting antibiotics, uh, all kinds of medicines to, uh, the aim is to have maximizing the production and maximizing profit and then without seeing these individual chickens as lives and that's why they get sick so easily. And then so actually you may say that we contribute to having this kind uh, of um, disease. Then what is the way out of this? Because uh, due to the high demand, Therefore, we'll have to use factory farming to raise chickens mm. to feed the whole population. But then this is not a sustainable way, obviously, because of the diseases and the unsanitary conditions that chickens are living in. Then what is the best way out? Personally speaking, I would say that if we all go vegan, then no more problem because we don't consume meat anymore. But then uh, most people would say that um, uh, consuming meat is a habit that lasts for thousands of years. But then we have to carefully consider one thing. I won't deny that human beings eat meat and uh, most human beings eat meat, but we don't eat in this kind of quantity. Uh, in the old days, people hunt once in, I mean, they hunt, they, they have their own food or even when they domesticate the animals for their own consumption or help them in the farm work or other things, they may consume an animal just once in a year for the whole village. And they, they show the respect and gratitude to the animals they eat. And today, uh, the factory farming separate this kind of production from from our lives. We won't be able to see how these animals are raised. Uh, they just come to us on a plate, a very delicious looking food. And that's why we don't see the problem of consuming meat um, on a daily basis uh, and, and on this quantity. I guess if we look for a way out, if going vegan is too difficult for most people, at least we, we need to consume less. 
Um, I guess it's not just about animals; it's about too many issues our, our world is now facing. It's about consumerism. We don't know what is really behind the scene. The production involves a lot of maybe cruelty and harm to the workers involved. Um, so after all, consumers can make a difference if we choose carefully what to consume, or even try not to consume things that are not really that necessary to our lives. I guess we can all contribute a little bit to to change、um, all the problems we are having today.